a slave in the town of Vicksburg. Traded for a chestnut mare, but still he never spoke in anger. Though his load was hard to bear. Mama said, don't go near that river. Don't be hanging round old Catfish John. Come the morning, I'd always be there. Walking in his footsteps in the sweet Delta dawn. playing those honky-tonks in Texas. Yeah. And uh, what was that like? Just share a... Try to give us a picture of that. It's that better than plumbing work. <laughs> <laughs> and I did that in the daytime. <laughs> right. Did they get a little rowdy time. at times? Or? Long time. Did those uh, honky-tonks get a little bit rowdy, a little bit... Not really. People dancing, you know, if, if you're... Uh, the dancing places that I played in, they were... Minding their own business, uh-huh. and unless somebody that had a little too much to drink and got loud, well, then you know they escort him out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't as bad as what it sounds like. Right, right. You always hear about them being and real. I never had nobody throwing uh, bottles and all kinds of things. Nobody Not ever gave me any trouble. Like no uh, fights and that kind of thing, like you hear about. Daddy said dancing was well, so important to Texans that they liked the music. In the, <laughs> in the beer joints now, where there's not a dance floor. You probably see that. <laughs> but uh, that's what I heard. Yeah, that's what you heard. <laughs> and you moved the family to Arkansas, is that, is that, is that right? Yes, I had a, had a purpose in mind. And uh, we went up, got away from what I was doing, which was uh, doing plumbing work in the daytime and playing and dances at night. Mm-hmm. And then uh, so... I had uh, in mind for us to be a, a family band, but I had to get out of Wichita Falls, Texas to do it. And I got away from, from that and went over to in the country in Arkansas. And we spent, what, seven or eight years there? We were there nine years. Nine years. Mm-hmm. I was and almost then, nine when we moved to Arkansas. And but then. I'm, I'm the oldest. Yeah. In, uh, <laughs> then, well, and but then, about nine years, they worked. We practiced at home, you know. 
Well, we got to Arkansas and Daddy started him a little band. It was not a family band. The original down-home folks was Dad and Mom and another couple that, that were really close friends of theirs that they'd played music or had, had been friends with for a long time, began to play. Is Arnold Johnston and his yeah. wife Peggy. And uh, then they had a banjo player that they'd met. And uh, me and Cheryl liked what we saw. And we became the little girl duet in yeah. the in little, <laughs> little kid duet in the, well, they learned in fast. the show. And, uh, down home kids. Down home kids. There's down a lot that didn't have to tell them. Y'all remember some of those uh, numbers you did as down home kids? Maybe do one of those for us? The first song Sharon and I ever sang as a duet was even before the down home kids. And it was You Are My Sunshine or and then Ashes of Love. Those were the first. And, and this is a true story. We lived on a farm and dad was plumbing during the day about 30 miles away. And, and so mama was with us kids a lot of the time. And uh, we were in the old pickup going either into town or around the farm. And I will tell the truth now. I've always said it was me that was singing first. But no, it was Sharon started singing. <laughs> I'm telling the truth. She's the oldest, so of course she was singing first. <laughs> That's true, Cheryl. <laughs> but I started trying to no sing with her. And uh, she said, Mama, make her stop. I was singing first because, you know. And uh, Mama said, I think I can show you a way where you can sing together. And she said, Sharon, you sing the, what you were singing, and Sissy, that's what they call it, see if you can sing what I'm singing. And it was a tenor part, yeah. and I heard it. Yeah. I mean, I just, when she sang it, I heard it. Of course, we had grown up around them playing around us all the time. And um, so from then on, we were, we sang duets always. And, and uh, Mama, you know, told, and Daddy both told us, said, you know, not everyone has an ear to hear harmony so just know that uh it's a gift from god and you've got you've got a good ear and you've got to develop it so yeah, yeah. so that's from that's about beautiful. age eight and nine or nine and ten something like to that. Hear something i want to hear one of those early ones and before i do that buck i noticed your lens fell out of your glasses and your <laughs> oh no not again <laughs> glad you saw them how I saw those without my glasses on, I will never know, but I saw it drop. <laughs> there you go. That's a good look. Got an eye on y'all. <laughs> I'd hate to see these step on those. All right. We're just going to sing a little bit of our first duet. You are my sunshine. other night, dear, while I was sleeping, I dreamed I held you in my arms, but then I woke, dear, and I was mistaken, and I hung my head and I cried. That don't rhyme, does it? You are my I love you. Let's take it. 
sweet home. Please don't take my sunshine away. John, can we sing you another down-home folk song? Yeah, please do. Let's do that one. This is one that Mama and Daddy and Arnold sang, and uh, we love to do this, so you built a stone wall around my heart. Oh, my goodness. Okay. One more time. great trio yeah oh, they and Arnold was the fiddle player and Peggy played bass and uh, mama was the high tenor singer <laughs> You're going back what, a a, what a special thing to play with your family I know that so many musicians have such yes. great experiences in life and uh, what, you know such an incredible time meaningful time in this career but to play with your family with oh it's great uh, I know I can 
count on them when I can't count on myself. And they, they're taking care of me now because I'm so forgetful and uh, cue me all the time, tell me the words and what, you know. I'm in my 80s, man. Hey, you look fantastic. I believe. <laughs> What's the secret? Is this Anna? He's 83. I used to be pretty sharp, you know, about remembering things, but hey. You look Dull. good. It's dull. Dulling. <laughs> like you got a portrait in your attic or but something. But they're still sharp. They're still sharp. <laughs> yeah. And I got a great guy over there. That he's, he, he knows more than I ever did oh, about yeah. stuff, you know. And you're still picking a really fine mandolin, I'll tell oh, you that. Yeah, this one. No, I mean, you pick this fine. That's a fine he's mandolin. saying you oh. pick fine. <laughs> well, both, actually. Tell us about that mandolin you picked. Uh, I played a, a Gibson, the first one I ever bought up. Well, the music store down in town at Wichita Falls, Texas, where I was going to high school. And um, I sent off for it from the Gibson Company, and they gave $250 for it. It was a lot of money back then, 1940, what? Eight, I think eight, you said. Yeah. Then I uh, run on to a guy that made me one. He lived in Louisiana, and um, it turned out to be a great mandolin. I didn't, it's out in the van. But uh, then Ricky said, uh, her husband said, uh, you got you to gotta try this mandolin out. This guy, he's, uh, his name is Gilchrist, and he lives in Australia. And he built, he built this one for me. And I really love it. And it uh, took me a while to get it. But uh, the weight was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you want to play one that... Get to hear that man. Would you like to hear one? Which one, Joe? <laughs> Bucks Run, from the request right from Joe Wilson. For our dear friend. That's like a dose of medicine to see y'all's faces. I'll tell you that right this now. This is uh, about a dog chasing a fox. Skitty boy. He's smelling of it.
him into the next county. <laughs> I just played that in a long time. <laughs> Bucks run. That's not a bad fiddler you all picked up along the way He'll there. Do. He'll do. How's it playing with the whites? In well, Steve Thomas. <laughs> without, uh, without being too gushy, <laughs> I can't help it. I just love these folks. I've uh, been uh, friends and uh, worked for them for close to, I uh, went down there in 80 five to play with them so we're coming up on 30 years and uh, of course I grew up playing right in this park you know I lived in Roanoke and uh, come up here to this contest in Galax for many years so it's a uh, killer to get home and be uh, <laughs> playing with my favorite people and I I've been very fortunate I've worked with a lot of the stars in Nashville and the big artists and uh, but this is and I can say it uh, honestly uh, with my hand raised to heaven that these are is absolutely the favorite thing that I get to do and is to play music and ride around with them and uh, they're just very dear to me and uh, so what can you say just getting to live out what you always wanted to do I I snuck in a club one night when I was 17 to hear them play <laughs> over here in Radford I was 17 yeah I think you had to be I don't back then I think just 18 but I wasn't old enough and Ricky was playing the fiddle and Jerry was playing the dobro and they were, uh, for the boys that I ran with around here, they were like the Beatles to us, <laughs> you know, so, uh, you know, or the Eagles or something. Well, we really love this music and love them, so uh, it's, it's, it's awesome to be here after all these years and to have had, uh, they were there when my children were born, and we've, we've had uh, many of our very heavy life events we've got to share, so it's very dear to me. He plays three or four instruments. <laughs> Plays him well. We just, we just love him. We don't let him sing, though. Well, if the crowd needs thinning. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't true. <laughs> I know y'all, you just got here last night. You got here last night. I don't know how, how where you are of, of the festival. It's Houston Fest. It's, it's named after a young man named Houston Caldwell, who we all love very much, who um, tragically passed away, very young age, and... and uh, was an unbelievable kid, you know, just in every way, but also a fantastic banjo player, uh, like so many kids around here. I think, you know, I love this festival. I've been here since it started. This is a wonderful thing that the community's done and uh, Houston's parents have done and so many people work so hard on it. Debbie works so hard on it. And, uh, but I think what, to me, sets, besides having amazing people like you come, also just this, the kids at this Amen. festival, the young talent here, you know, I saw that Generation Bluegrass and Close Kin and Snyder kids, I mean, so many of them running around here. And I just was going to ask you, I mean, you've been on this festival circuit, I know, as well, for a long time. And tell us what you think the state of the music is, you know, haven't seen it all these wow. years. And <laughs> I know There's lots of different kinds of And you can be honest now. Alive and well. Yeah. Now, uh, because of what's going on in bluegrass, primarily, um, what you're talking about with the young people, uh, it is going on in, in country music as well, but... This is the fertile ground right here, this, the bluegrass music. Because young people are, are learning about their roots, learning about the roots of the music, yeah. learning about the, the, the foundations of it. And uh, that's really, really important. We, we, uh, we think that uh, the future's in great hands, that's you good, know. Yeah. We, uh, for the most part, people in bluegrass are really approachable. Yeah. It's a really family setting most yeah. of the time. And... Uh, we can look back and and remember when someone uh, encouraged us. Uh, my bass is named after Ed Ferris. 
<laughs> he was a longtime member of the Country Gentleman. He went on to play with Bill Harrell, and a lot of people know who I'm talking about. Um, the he kids, was nice to He you. was so good to yeah. the kids. Yeah. There's, there's many of us that um, remember him so fondly because he encouraged us, and you couldn't ask him a dumb question about the bass. And, and that is so important. And that's what you see in bluegrass that you don't see in other kinds of music, I think. Yeah. yeah. And you all are and doing an, the same And way. another thing that, that, to me, the most important thing about bluegrass is that it, it is about the music. And it's about the relationships. In other kinds of music, um, I'm sorry, but it's, it's about an image, you know. Mm -hmm. You're trying to pr pr portray some kind of... <laughs> Cool. Other, other kind yeah. of, yeah, cool or yeah, sex appeal or whatever. And uh, uh, that's not what's, in, that's not what, that's what I'm talking about. The mm -hmm. foundations mm -hmm. have to do with the roots of your family, your faith, your, your, your talents, your gifts that God's given you and using those yeah. for his glory. And that's what bluegrass yeah. promotes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it, it is very fertile ground. And I love, uh, I have, this is our first time to come to this festival, but I've been online and looking, and, and of course Ricky's been here and told me all about it. He, he loves nothing more than to see the young people playing and loves, he remembers so fondly uh, Bill Monroe letting him play on stage with him and him getting to play with Flat and Scrubs and Ralph Stanley. and do, You know, the, the people that meant so much to him were nice to him. And, you know, that's, that's our calling. That's our, that's our place is to... Uh, we've got a, a really good friend in the faith that just went home to be with the Lord. And he said, our ceiling should be their floor. They're going to take off from there and go mm -hmm. on, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what we want to see. We want to see this music just continue to grow and get better and better. What was it you said uh, You said it today? That what Sam Bush told you? Oh, yeah. He said, uh, Sam said, it's just wild to watch the, all the, the kids that used to sit around your feet while you dazzled them. <laughs> go flying past you and dazzle you. <laughs> <laughs> we love I'll tell you that. something I, I believe, and I, I know, for example, because I played dances when I was a young boy out in Texas. Played for a lot of people that drink. You can't play this music and drink and think straight. <laughs> so you got to be thinker to, to play this music. Like it ain't easy. Yeah, uh -huh. That's, right. That's what Bill Monroe said. You and, can uh, try. <laughs> you got you to be dry, you know, and, and people... That come and listen, they they make a, a sound or make a fuss. Everybody else wants them to leave, <laughs> so they can hear the music. Yeah. That's yeah. true. I'm not saying it's a cleaner music, but uh, you know what I'm saying. It's a it stands for. The music uh, requires it, doesn't it, Dad? It requires it. That's it's a, a very word. hard music to play. You right. got to you yeah. got to study and you got to know what you're doing to play it. You can just. You bang on something, and but that ain't, that ain't. Uh, yeah, yeah. Earl and Glenn and if you can play bluegrass, you can play a lot of That's things. Right. It's not easy. I remember old, uh, Glenn Nicely had some has some kids, amazing musicians up in the Shendo Valley. Said to me, "The family that picks together sticks together." <laughs> I thought that was yeah, really good. Well. <laughs> I think we're proof of that. Yeah. Speaking of picking, why don't we uh, y'all like to do another song? Would you like to hear them uh, play some more music? We've been talking a lot. Well, we might know one. A lot of the songs that we've done over the years are we've we've gotten from uh, 
our our musical heroes. And uh, Daddy loved the brother acts back in the day. And uh, was this a Delmore Brothers song, Daddy? Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think the words. Or Callahan Brothers. Callahan Brothers. Callahan I, Brothers. I always say it yeah. backwards. Bill and Joe Callahan. Yeah, that's, they go back a long way.
that song in months and months and months. Get to singing one, the words come, come on, you know. I was drinking or, you know, watching girls or anything like that. I couldn't think of them words. But I'm lucky. I can watch the girls and, 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 uh, and think of the words, but I can't drink and watch them. I mean, uh, I can't remember what I was going to say. Hey, speaking of memories, I, I, talking about significant things in life, I understand that the, going to the Bean Blossom Festival, Monroe, that, well, tell us about that moment. I know that was important. Oh, my wife and I went to the first one. You, you girls were in school, right? Yeah, we weren't born when you first went to Bean Blossom. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you weren't in school yet. But you did go to your first bluegrass festival. talking about the festival, when they started yeah. the festival. We went, what was it, Cheryl, yeah. 60... Nine, sixty something like that. Seventy. Um, Seventy one was the last time we went. When we okay. Moved. All right. We that went the first. Be before uh, you may be referring to what caused us to. Yeah. To move. Yeah. Well, it was the summer of 1971. We had been to Bean Blossom, I think, once or twice before then to the festival. But this year, uh, once before, I guess. And this year, this particular year, we. Um, now, this was the first time at Bean Blossom. We'd been to some other festivals before that, right? Now, am I telling it right? Anyway, uh, I was going to be a senior in high school the next year, and Cheryl was going to be a junior, and we, we, were, we were all tied up in all kinds of things at school. Um, just a lot boys. of, a lot of lo not boys, but we were involved in club. Well, we did have a boyfriend. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> and, I, you know, I'd been elected to something, to an officer in my class, and just a lot of things like that. And we had to talk Daddy into waiting. We, uh, we had as a family dream to move to Nashville after she and I graduated. See, there's like seven years between Cheryl and the next girl. So we thought, if you get us out of school, then we can move and they can go to school in Tennessee. We wanted to go to Tennessee and make a living playing music that, as a family band. That was the a dream. That was our family dream. So after we, we went to this festival in 1971, and uh, Bill asked us, Bill Monroe asked us to perform on stage. He invited us to, to be up there, and they yayed us, you know. They, they hollered for us and liked what we sounded like. <laughs> and, oh, my gosh, Cheryl and I were ruined, totally ruined. We said, Daddy, if you're ready to move to Tennessee, we are. He said, now, girls, it's going to be hard. We're ready, Dad. If we don't go, we may never go. They may forget about us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, literally, we drove home from Arkansas and pulled into the driveway. Daddy went in the house, made a sign that said, for sale. Put it on the front of the house, and then we unloaded the car. And that's the truth. And wow. it, was like a, it was like making a commitment. If we don't yeah. do this, you know. We wow. won't do it. That was in June, and by right after Labor Day, we were in Nashville. <laughs> Can you imagine what those people back home in Arkansas, they oh, thought we were crazy. Yeah. You know, they, well, they thought we were crazy. You live, you live, we got to live our dream. Yeah. That's what we're doing. We're living our dream. Oh, and the Lord's given us so much more than we, we dreamed of. Now, I, I can say that I didn't dream of being a Grand Ole Opry member. That was not... I mean, I love the opera and love the music and all that. Daddy, on the other hand, he said he can remember listening to the opera when he was a little boy with his <laughs> mother and grandmother and, and uh, yeah. thinking, oh, what would it be like to be on that stage and play, you know, play mm. there. And so when we were made members in 1984, that was a huge honor for, our, for us. We, 
We uh, just celebrated 30 years there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Hang on. Speaking of kids, we were talking about, there's uh, just there's so many people in this tent. I just, there's a, a young girl going to come up. She's 11 after this next set. She'll be the next set. Kitty Amaral is over there. And uh, she's awesome from what I understand. 11's, 11 years old seems to be a magic age, I noticed. Houston, I met Houston when he was 11 years old. So many. You're a sponge. You think about it when you're, you learn so fast. It's, it, you learn a lot slower as you get older. So much stuff is in your brain, I think. But you're just, I know she's like a sponge. She just soaks up everything she's mm -hmm. around. And so stick around for that. Just, just the good thing to do at this festival is to just kind of wander around a little bit, too. Make sure you don't just go to the folks you know. Check, check everything out, because this is where, where some of this gets started. And uh, we don't have a whole lot of time, so I'd love to just hear some more music, if that's all right. Is that all right with everyone else? Is that all right with you? Once again, it is such an honor to have the Whites here and, and to get to see them in a nice, intimate setting like this. So thank you all for coming here to this tent. And uh, yeah, and uh, we got time for a couple more, so I'm going to get out of your way. The girls said they wanted to thank you all for the big applause they're going to get after they sing this next one. We didn't say that. 
We didn't. <laughs> Take some starch out of them. That does that for sure. <laughs> That's three, Dad. <laughs> All right. All right, we'll do it. Missy. Every time I do a deed I shouldn't do, it's for you. Every time I say a word I shouldn't say, let me tell you what I do. It will bring a blessing to I just steal away somewhere and pray. I just steal away. away. Lord, rock, Lord, it's low and easy. 
Thomas back there, when he was about yay high, we used to do shows, didn't we, Steve? You better let him know about it if you want to do another one here now. Okay, well, um, we're going to sing you another old-time gospel song. Y'all seem to like those, and um, we do. We do. <laughs> this one's called a Mansion Over the Hilltop. Often tempted, tormented. 
tested And like the prophet My pillow a stone And though I find here No permanent dwelling I know he'll give me A mansion my own I've got a mansion Just over the my favorite verse. Don't think me poor or deserted or lonely. I'm not discouraged. With me, I'm heaven bound. I'm just a pilgrim in search of a city. I want a Thank you.